Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome, everyone, to, yes, to episode four of season four. Four oh four. That's correct, right? We last recorded episode three. Everything I believe we did. Everything blends together for me, you know? Yeah, it was the third one. It wasn't... That was, that was when Claire fell off the horse and got stepped yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, Claire. It was a time. We had to deal with Roger. It was a time. Oh, that one. Yep. Yep. And that and that was the moment I disliked Roger, and I'm still working on it since then. Um, <laughs> okay. I hate him to his core, so we'll see if he ever comes back from that one. <laughs> he can never redeem himself. You know um, what? Who I like now? Marta. That's how my feelings mm, Merta are. Doesn't seem so, Merta doesn't just seem a little so grumpy, bad. It's, you know, yeah. but... He's not a raging misogynist. He's great. <laughs> okay. So, um, we're going to... Uh, we're going to jump into this episode and hope that the dogs cooperate tonight and things just, things just run smooth. But, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I appreciate oh, your optimism no. here. No, no, we'll be so cool. given those vibes. Can we bribe her? Does she do peanut butter and a Kong? She does like peanut butter. That will might have to, might have to get there. All right, Jeez. we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, so um, yep. So this is um episode four, uh, titled "Common Ground." Mm. Um, written by Joy Blake and directed by Ben Bolt. Oh, I believe directed the last one. Yes, he did. Okay. So if, and if we remember the last, the end of the last episode, Brett was like, they- They're walking the same they, place. Yeah, they, well, there was that and that Jamie and Claire came across this land that- Right, their Fraser land, right? Fraser's Fraser Ridge, Ridge, yeah, that they, the you know, it, the Jamie just basically fell in love with this tract of land and they're like, all right, we're going to take Governor Tryon's offer and we're going to- Live here. We're going to do this thing and straddle this line, and here we go. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, so then this episode's called Common Ground, and basically it starts with um, Jamie and Governor Tryon, like, you know, meeting yes. in some fancy place. Pro- I'm assuming they're in Wilmington somewhere, that, which is the town that we first started off with. Where, oh, no, that's Willems Creek. Willems oh. Creek is somewhere else, right? Wilmington is in North Carolina. It's along it's it's along the shoreline still, and it okay. was um, where they originally were, where one half of Chips got <laughs> executed. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Wilmington. That's where um, Marshmallow and Seamus are deciding still to are? stay. Yeah, that's where they've decided to live for the time being. Oh, right. Okay. Um, okay. So. Jamie and Governor Tryon are meeting and basically he is signing the deed for this land. They're doing like the business business deal, right? Um and Tryon's like congratulating him um and that sort of stuff and then um Governor Tryon says, you know, so they're getting 10,000 acres is how much land they're getting. Holy crap. Yes, I knew that you would know what that means, Miss Miss yeah. Forestry. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're getting 10,000 acres. Yeah, that's a lot of land, right? So Tryon's basically saying like with 10,000 acres of his majesty's land at your, you know, your disposal, it's a, a Herculean task lies before you. Like that's going to be a lot of work. Yeah, that's a lot of land. To, uh, Jeez. And it's, it's wild land. Like you've got to do something with yeah, it. Yeah. You've got to, you know build stuff for yourself and then get settlers and then all that kind of stuff be able to farm on it and everything so jamie's like you know i welcome the task and then he hands him like a a, a chart of his land and and then Tryon's like and my secretary can make arrangements for mistress fraser to be accommodated here in wilmington while she awaits establishment of your new home and you're like that's cute. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Nice try, though. <laughs> nice try. You're funny. And then Jamie's like, you know, it's generous for you to, con- you know, consider her your excellency, but uh, she intends to accompany me to help build Fraser's Bridge. And he's like, well, as you wish. And then he's just kind of like, you know, God grant you the fortitude to overcome the hardships you will undoubtedly face in the backcountry. And <laughs> Jamie goes, I assure you, sir, she has a great deal of fortitude. She's a healer. <laughs> She's seen war and plague. I couldn't do it without her. And he's like, Hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Tryon. Just, yeah, okay. Um, and then Tryon's like, oh, have you found have you found some good men willing to settle there as well? And Jamie says, I have my best man in Wilmington putting out the word um, about, you know, come settle on this land. And Is then, he and his best man? No, it would be Seamus. Oh, she- but I thought Seamus is there. He's in Wilmington. Yeah. I have my oh, best man in Wilmington. Place? Oh, I can't, I, okay, all these names are the same. And also, so I can't there, focus because every time you say Triton, all I can think is Triton. Yeah, no, not King Triton. It's King Triton. King and Triton. I'm just into Little Mermaid. And well, now all I can sing in my head guys, is I think I, I think we found our, I think we found our new nickname, King Triton. Well, that's all you keep saying. It's Triton. And I keep being like. Tryon. I'm trying so hard to not say Tyrion. I, the, uh, like, it's all these Oh, you went there. No, I'm in. All these I can't te- keep the cities straight. Governor, try no. Okay, just just worry about Wilmington. Wilmington is the okay. is the little city. So we don't care about that other one they were trying Willems to get Creek to. Creek is not important right now. No. Oh, see we're, see how similar those are. Willems That's not Creek even me being Williams. me. <laughs> Willems, okay, that wasn't Willems. even me just messing up names. Those sound exactly <laughs> the same. Those are the same towns. One has a creek in it, and one is Wilmington. <laughs> anyway shut up but, <laughs> they're the same <laughs> but uh, but yeah um and so you know governor tryon's basically saying like i would encourage you to take your time in choosing set settlers basically like be 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 careful who you choose as a settler um it's very difficult to distinguish friend from foe they're having this issue okay, with so, the regulators so he, right okay so he just Governor? bought this property off of Triton. Well, he didn't pay and now for he, it. He's being given it for free. free. Right. Right. With the and understanding then, he's going to need to work the land, farm the land, get set, get settlers who will okay, pay he, to be pay on the rent? land. Yeah. So he's going to rent out the land. Okay. 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 I'm following. But, I wasn't sure but if it was Jamie like, will own the, like Jamie land. owns yeah. the land in exchange for Working and, and then basically low key, I'm going to need you to help me keep the regulators in line. Yeah. 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 Right. Like there's that, you know, there's that whole yeah. thing, right? Yeah. 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 No, I, I felt that part. I wasn't sure how the whole settling, cause I wasn't like, is it like, yeah, they would the be tenants. Tenants. They would basically it's almost be like tenants. feudal tenants thing where like the one dude has all the property and then you rent out the parcels and they pay to that. And that's technically paying yeah. for the it's property. Like, yeah. He becomes yeah. like gotcha. the landlord of the, of the land. Right. Um, 
And then, yeah. Yeah, Lord. Basically. You're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) You're so good. But yeah, he's basically like, just be careful who you invite to settle. They're the so-called regulators are stirring up a lot of trouble, pitting themselves against my tax collectors. And Jamie's like, oh yeah, there's talk in the taverns. Like we're hearing whispers of this. Um, and then Tryon's like mm, men of shallow understanding who believe my, who believe themselves the so- <laughs> the sovereign arbiters of right and wrong. Um, and then he's like, "What is wrong is their disorderly conduct and their continued failure to pay their taxes." And then Jamie's like, "Well, can't your sheriffs like sheriffs um, sheriffs can't your sheriffs discourage them from taking matters into their own hands?" Um, and then Tryon says like. Well, he believes that his own sheriffs are actually exacerbating the matters. Um, you know, some have proven to be dishonest. The taxes are not reaching their treasurers. So there's obviously some shenanigans going on, too, in the well, sense of people let me, collecting Let me just taxes. tell Mr. Triton here. They don't call it the Wild West for nothing. <laughs> okay? You got to deal with Bonnie Except and Clyde still. it's not the West. It's the East. No, but back then, because they hadn't gone to the West yet. So that it was the Wild okay. West frontier. Okay, it's the okay, frontier. Okay, okay, okay. You know, you know, it's all those the shows, new world. It's the new the world. The frontier is like the hardest part to beat. Those gold rush people were out there being crazy and getting killed mm-hmm. and squashed and stuff. There was those dudes on the river getting eaten by bears. Who are those guys? I forget. And I then know. there was like the frontier people and they're in the towns having their shootouts and stuff. Well, and you, I mean, we, we know we're building That's up we're building up to a, a revolutionary war, so things are gonna yeah. get spicy. But anyway, so he's just saying, you know, so be careful who you you pick. Um, and Jamie's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he's like, oh, it's not your sympathy I want. He's like, I mean no disrespect. I'm simply grateful. Um, I gather you have okay. I should have looked this word up. But then Tryon says basically. Uh, I gather that you have supped, so you've had dinner with princes and Pope Poppers. I guess he's basically saying Poppers. It's like Poppers are like peasants. I was okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, like Poppers are like the opposite of princes. You know. Yeah, princes. The prince and the pauper, which is true, because Jamie has very much dined with kings and also, you know, roughed it out with you know the poor well, highland folk in, and he's, he's been, been in both. prison multiple times yeah exactly so he, he was a slave for a bit yeah he yes he was an indentured servant for uh, for, for oh, a yes. time or okay so. well that was the politically correct way yes. of saying that yes exactly um and so then he says he says yes i have um and tryon's like it said that the highlander has much in common with the indian savage do you <sighs> think so and Jamie says, savagery can exist in many forms, Your Excellency. I've witnessed it in both Prince and Popper. Like, Thank you. Um, and then Tryon says, you know, given your own worldly wisdom, I'm sure you'll agree that those who live in defiance of his majesty are no better than barbarians. I'm like, do you know you're talking you to talk- a Jacobite? <laughs> yeah, like read your audience um, there, dude. And then he's like, and often the law is not efficient in containing them. And then Jamie, because he said this line to Jamie before, and he goes, he goes, I, well, there's the law, and then there's what is done. Um, Because that's what Tryon said to him before. Ah, yes. And then Tryon's like, so Jamie's kind of playing this game with him a little bit, and Tryon's like, I'm pleased we understand each other, Mr. Fraser. Um, And then he says, an agreement with the gentleman is worth its weight in gold, especially one who knows the world and its troubles. 
And then Jamie's like, well, let's hope the world keeps its troubles to itself, Your Excellency. (laughs) (laughs) And Charlotte's like, you know, I admire your spirit, Mr. Fraser. You're just the type of settler North North Carolina needs. Um, So now the next scene is, so we're still in Wilmington. We're in like the tavern, you know, that we've been in, you know, we've been in this tavern before. And basically... Um, basically, so Claire's coming down the stairs. So I, I get the vibe that like Jamie and Claire have been staying, like renting a room here for maybe a couple oh. nights until they get the paper, the document settled and da da. And this is also where Fergus and Marsley are staying or living. And so okay. they're Claire's like getting ready to leave. She's packing up. She's bringing her stuff. Ian's there helping being like, Oh, I'll help you carry this. She goes to the I don't know, person who works there and is buying a few more supplies being like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I can buy some bread, cheese, salted pork to take with us, please. And Marsley's there by her side. And, um, Marsley's like, you know, I had it in mind to prepare you a basket of of provisions only. Like I can barely speak of supper without feeling queasy, you know, morning sickness. Couldn't, couldn't quite do it. And then Claire's like, you know, you should chew peppermint if you can find some and eat small meals often, even if you're not hungry. Um, and Marcy's like, "Mm." Claire's like, you know, what's the matter? And then Marcy's like, you know, I miss my mother. And then she says, I know you don't care for her and that there's bad blood between you, but you know, just just a little, (laughs) just a little bad blood, just a little. You just Um, tried to kill her. That's all. Just tried to kill me. Tried to kill me again, except for hit Jamie instead of me, (laughs) which is almost worse in Claire's book. So, (laughs) Um, thanks going there, Leary. I do miss you though, Leary. So then, um, you know, she's just like with the Baron coming. You know, I wish she was here with me. And Claire's like, you know, it's not unusual to want your mother now. And then she says, like, you know, if there's anything I can do, and Marcy's like, you know, that's very kind of you, you know, and there is no other healer I'd want by my side if things were to go wrong. And then she's like, you know, only there's like delivering a bairn and then there's raising one. And Claire's like, your mother did a fine job raising you and I'm, sh- I'm sure you'll do just as well. And you're like, oh, how hard did Claire have to yeah. fight back to spit that sentence out? Ooh, yeah. Like, you're like, pregnant woman is in trouble. Say what needs to be said. She's like, forget that Leary's crazy. <laughs> no, you're great. You're great, Marsley. Um, and then um, and then Jamie enters and he's talking to Fergus. And so then he says, um, you know, he's giving him instructions. He's like, okay, I don't want any settlers who may cause trouble. And Fergus is like, I'll be careful in my selection. And then Jamie says, find Highlanders if you're able and men from Ardsmere prison. They're around here because a lot of them got shipped over, right? Alberta. Um, so he's like, bring bring as many as as are willing. I vote that he's dead or not. I mean, they killed so many people. He can't be dead. There needs like some. This cast sucks. There's nobody here. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Everyone died. Ugh. Also, no offense, cast. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're just little. Okay. Suck. Pretty no, he's not, it's just like who I got. I like. We need Martello. to expand. We got Seamus. We got Claire and Jamie. I got nobody oh, then, to be mad oh, well, at. And this then is really got, annoying. I don't got, care about these other people. We got Ian. We met Jocasta. We met John Quincy don't Myers. Don't, don't like them. Don't like them. The mountain, John Quincy Myers, the mountain man. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, I do. Okay, him and Ian. Okay, he's actually, an interesting fine. fella. Okay, I'm back on that. 
all right, you know what? Actually, I'm okay. We don't need Murta. We got that. I, that I always just band. get vibes of like John Quincy Myers is like teaching Ian how to be a man. <laughs> I like it. All right. He's like a Hagrid. Cool. I'm good now. Actually, I don't want Murta. Let's take Hagrid. Okay. And then okay. Um, I'm good. I'm back on this now. So, yeah. So then basically, you know, he's saying to Fergus, just be careful. And yeah, so he's saying, you know, get Highlanders if you can. People, guys from Ardsmere Prison, they're around here. And he's like, okay, I'll look for them. And then Jamie's like, I trust that, you know, things are okay for you here. You have enough money. And Fergus is like, yeah, don't worry yourself, my lord. Like, I've managed some work. Is Seamus going to get some land? Um, eventually, but they're, stay- they're staying there because Marsley's – like, they're basically – like, they can't go live on this barren land while she's pregnant and about to have a baby and – all that kind of stuff. Like they've got, they've got to go settle this land first, right? Like they've got to go like maybe, maybe build a cabin. See, this is my issue now. Maybe marshmallow. Maybe go build a cabin first. I don't know. And then maybe you should have thought about that before you got pregnant there. Marshmallow. (laughs) You should have listened. Claire, Claire told you how to keep it from happening and you didn't listen. Come on. Look at this shenanigans we're in. Come on now. You know, Oh, it's so funny. You're and getting it, it, stuck in Wilmington, whatever Wilmington. The heck you oh, are. So close. It's so funny, too, because in the books, when Claire comes back, she's still pre- like pre menopausal or whatever. So she still talk like you, you talk about like she'll talk about like some of her like birth control methods, um, like just in case. She's like, I know the chances of this happening are really slim, but like <laughs> just my luck. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like we don't need that happening. Um, but, uh, yes. So yeah, he's like, basically we're fine with money. You know, I've, I've managed a bit of work with Marsley sewing, like we're doing just fine. And so then Ian's like, okay, the wagon's loaded. Jamie and Fergus hug. And then, um, Marsley says to Claire, like, we'll write to you the moment our bear arrives, bear, our bairn uh, arrives yeah. and they hug. And then young Ian Oh, so says, Claire's not de- de- delivering the baby? I thought that's what you just said. You said well, I, she I, said, she said I would want no other healer near me if something were to go wrong. So I guess, like, they're not far away. Like, they're less than a day's ride, I'm oh, just so they, guessing. Oh, so if something goes wrong. Like, if, if something, wrong. like, they, they could send word if they needed Claire to come, if, if you know, yeah, okay, something now I'm like following. that. Right, I thought right? that meant that she was delivering. And that's why I was like, what? They're leaving her? What no, if she, what no, if she no, goes no. into labor? No, no. Claire needs she, to be there. There would be people. Like, she's in a city, right? Like, there are a small, oh, like, sure, town. Like, but there I would don't trust be... these other people. <laughs> I know. I'm sure Claire doesn't either. But, they're like, let's just hope they don't No, these people probably still have leeches and stuff on people. I mean, they still use Well, leeches. I mean, Claire that's uses leeches valuable. occasionally. It's more I of know, the bloodletting that is always super sus. So like I don't know, just nothing good comes from bloodletting. Like come no, on, no, let's not do that, people. That's why um, Claire, with her understanding of not that, twentieth <laughs> century medicine. Um, but yeah, and so she says, yeah, we'll write to you. As Does Seamus know rise. or not know that she's from the future? I forget. Do- that he part. doesn't know. He doesn't. So know. It's only Myrta. It's only yeah. The only people that knew were Myrta, and, and he's gone. And Jamie. Yeah, that's it. Does it didn't even tell Seamus? Jeez mm-hmm. Louise. Well, Seamus was a child and then He's not anymore. Then they came back. And I don't know if the opportunity has arrived. I mean, I think Seamus like knows some that like he's always like, Milady is unique. Like <laughs> he's very much like, you she know, she's, she's 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 special. She's a little different. Wouldn't piss her off, but like nope. she's great she, on your she team. Some people occasionally. No. 
occasionally he's we great just on your team choppy. yeah right um Okay, so, and then Ian says, you know, we'll have a fine cabin waiting for you. So basically saying, like, they would build them a cabin, and then when it's oh, ready, so they back. would arrive. Yeah, Ian's with them. Yeah, Ian's going to go with them. Ian with his off with the backcountry dude? They came back. They were meet, remember I, I said they're so confused. Remember, no, they were they were leaving. He was going with yeah, John and they Quincy were meeting Myers. Yeah, at the other place, and then they at were, the creek place. No, he said, we'll, I'll meet you in Wilmington. Uh no, because then they decided they to circle to back Greek to Wilmington. Place. But they so how decided. Did they, did, how did Ian know that did time has the passed? Place? Time has passed <sighs> because in <sighs> that time, in Your that time, they they made out. in that time frame they made the decision that they are going to settle on this land. So now, okay, we're going to go to Wilmington, meet Tryon, sign the shit or whatever, and and that sort of and that sort of stuff, right? So I in that time, BS on this timeline. Very confused Faith right now, but where everyone questions. is. No, the timeline isn't. <laughs> All you need to know is, because the plan was always to meet up with Ian again. Like, yeah, but at the creek place, and they're at, at, you told me not to forget about the creek place, so I thought Ian was just gone. That's why I said the cast no, sucks. There's nobody here. No, he's not He's helping pack. He's going to live on the land oh, with them. I didn't know that. I thought we were losing Marshmallow. We are losing Seamus. No. Ian is lost in the backcountry of this would, creek place. But why would Ian just be gone? And I don't know. Do I don't Jamie know why would... he went off. I don't know why he went he, off with the backcountry dude anyway. He went off because he wants a little adventure. He wanted to go meet the 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 the... The oh, indigenous, yeah, indigenous people that well, I thought he was that meant going... he was off. off no, like no, gone. it's just a trip. No, because he was oh. just going to trade. He was going to do some trading with them, and Ian wanted oh. to come along for the adventure, and then he would meet back I up with that them. That was like, yeah, in the creek. Okay, I got. We need a map of where is Willems Creek in relation to Wilmington. <laughs> yeah, in North Carolina. Okay. I don't. I don't think I need a map of those two towns. What I need is a map with little pictures of everybody. So well, I know where everybody where is. Where everyone is. Well, for right now, and also I just Googled, I don't think Williams Creek is a real place, but I know Wilmington is. Wilmington, North okay. Carolina is a real place that exists. But no, basically what you need to know is we've got Wilmington, which is the city, which is where um, Marsley and Fergus are going to be staying. Um, okay. Because she's she's knocked up and you know going up into the backcountry is not maybe the best thing right now um so they're there jamie and claire and ian are going to be going up into the mountain range into the backcountry um and they are going to start working <laughs> on fraser's ridge which so, like to start must like really suck because you get there and you yeah. literally have nothing like you're, not, you're just like okay let's start cutting down let's, trees and let's build some stuff quick because we got no shelter yeah. let's hope it doesn't rain did like, you ever watch those shows that was like where they had to go live like that for like a year it was like two like no. two i think it was two couples and so they had this big canvas tent and they they worked the first summer like they just built this really rough uh i think it was the fall and they got the first couple into this really rough cabin and then over the winter they worked on this second cabin for this other couple but mm-hmm. it was really awkward because at the beginning they were all sharing this tent like frontiers and like have like sexy times they had to like schedule it with it was <laughs> it was a fun does uh, anyone else or is this a fever dream i had i swear this was that's a show hilarious and they were like they had to for a whole year they had to live like yeah like frontier people like out and like build cabins yeah, it does not sound. Now I'm just picturing like Jamie and Claire being like, "Ian, go for a walk, okay? Yeah, 
<laughs> we need like, our alone time. Need, yeah, you need alone time. So they have and to like go take Rolo for a walk. Okay. Yeah. Um, just go for like a good, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Thanks. You know, that's all See we you need. Later. Don't ask um, questions. Don't ask questions. But yeah, so that's where they are. And then John Quincy Myers is a dude that he frequents. He'll be up in the mountains in the backcountry in the woods. He'll trade with the chair. Okay, so he's not the like other. with them. He's just like, gonna he pop kind of in rolled, he, he pops in and out. Yeah. He's not gotcha. like staying with them. He's kind okay. of a little more nomadic that way. And then, okay. and then he'll be in Wilmington and then he'll probably go to river run. And then he kind of just, you know, river run still sounds like it should be in freaking game of Thrones. I tell you <laughs> the riverlands. Um, okay. So basically Ian says, you know, once you get to the Ridge, we'll have a, ca- a cabin waiting for you. So lucky you, Fergus. They're going to build yeah. you a cabin. <laughs> yeah. You just get to be in the city. Um, and no then. First shit out there. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so then, um, you know, Fergus and Marsley and, and Ian go outside to finish packing the wagon. And, and Claire is kind of like looking after them. And she's, she's looking a little misty. And Jamie's watching her. And he's like, you know, you have that far away look in your eye, Sassanac. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. It's just I. And Jamie's like, you know, it's Marsley. Like, she's so radiant with child. She's almost the same age as Brianna would be. Uh. And, and then Claire says, you know, sometimes, well, I worry, you know, that it was wrong to leave her. And then she says, you know, I don't remember much about my mother, but I know that I missed her dearly when I had Brie. And now I won't be there for her or a grandchild or like, you know, all of that. And then Jamie's like, you know, when I was without you, um, I held on to thoughts of your face, your words, your heart, and I clung to those memories when I didn't want to stand, and I was thankful for them when I could. Our daughter will do the same. And um, Claire's still a little emotion. And then, so they go outside, and they're all packed up in the wagon, and they're off. And Jamie and Claire and young Ian are waving to Fergus and Marsley as they're off, and they're on their way. Um, and now they're you know, time jump, they, they, they arrived. So they arrived at this land that is going, that is going to be theirs. Um, and they're at that ridge part, right? Cause there's the big ridge part that initially attracted Jamie, Jamie's eye. And Ian's like, Oh, you go on uncle Jamie. Like I'll be fine. Jamie's like, okay. And then Ian goes to the horse and Ian goes to the horse dinner like heights that much eh <laughs> he's like he's like i'm not going near the edge of that ridge i don't like heights <laughs> so um you know so jamie and claire go and look at their view and they're like ah oh, you know i'll never i'll never tire of this view and they're talking about you know it's as beautiful as a painting and and all that kind of stuff right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and so now we get to a next scene so we're getting a little bit of like a working montage so Okay. Or, well, actually, no, not yet. So what they're doing is they're, I think they're like marking out the boundary of the land. So they have, uh, yeah. so they have like these basically like wooden stakes that Jamie's diving, driving into the ground with a mallet to sort of like tracked off what their land is. And Claire's got the map and she's, you know, I would be that so would bad be, at this job. It's, that would be so hard. Like surveying is It's so basically difficult. surveying the land. Surveying the land with GPS and compasses is like hard. I couldn't imagine doing it off like a hand-drawn, not to scale map. Couldn't imagine. Couldn't have, it's so surveying is so difficult. Yeah, imagine doing Don't it in like, like it. in like nope. 17, like 68 nope. or whatever. Nope. Like so tricky. Just not like fun. you're you're lucky if you have a compass, you know, yeah. just trying to, you know, but yeah, so Claire's got the map. 
she's reading the map and then directing Jamie and Ian and they're marking out the boundaries of the land with like different stakes and stuff. And she's like, Oh, you know, it's, it's an, it's another hundred yards this way. And then we have to turn to the South again. And then Ian's like, we must have placed a hundred posts. And then, um, and then he goes off with Rolo. So it's just Jamie and Claire just sort of looking around and Jamie's like, well, you know, this is ours, like wondrous, wondrous, is it not? And then Claire's like, uh, <laughs> Claire's like, my country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing. And Jamie's like, oh, a poem from your time? And Claire's like, it's a song called America. Um, you know, like, America, America, which yeah. is to the same. She's like, yes. And it has the same melody as God Save Great George Our King. So it's the same tune as the, which I think oh. is God Save the Queen now, is it not? Yes. Um, and, and Jamie's like, you're telling the, me the Americans stole it from King George and made it their own. And she's like, we did. And Jamie's like, ha, ah, well, heartily applaud it then. And then Jamie goes, sing it for me, Sazanac. And she's like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, you're going to hate I don't know this. why I didn't like that. I didn't goes, like that. Well, and they're like definitely like joking right now, like laughing. They're in a good mood. And Jamie's like, you know, when you sing all proper and polite, like you're in church, like I must confess, it makes you want to do indecent things. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why and are then, you ruining this? And oh, then he you had me like for three episodes. You did nothing disgusting. And then you oh, went and did that. And then, and then he has her like up against a tree and they keep looking over because Ian's over. They're like, keeping yeah. up. they're like, where's Ian? do we have a moment okay and he's like got her up on the tree and claire's like oh well like what where to begin and then he's like well maybe i'll start by and then ian you know comes in ruins the moment it's like uncle jamie uncle jamie come here and they're like okay to be continued later um so then they walk over and there's these two like huge giant trees and jamie says oh they're witness trees is apparently what they're called and um, he says, oh, Tri- Governor Tryon spoke about them. They mark the furthest boundary of our land. Mm. So then um, we see that Jamie carves these letters in them. Um, <gasps> and he, car- he, carves, he carves FR in it. So he says, this will be a sign to all who pass that they're entering Fraser's Ridge. And um, I can't help but think FR is the initials for something else. And I'm so mad I thought about it because it's ruined it for me. Not just Fraser's Ridge, but. Oh, Frank Randolph. Randall. I'm like, oh, those are awesome. What did I call him? Randall. Randall? What is that? (laughs) I don't know. Randall Gandalf combo. I don't know. Sure. There we go. Frank Randall. But anyway, so he's like, you know. Ew, they do have the same. Ew. (laughs) Oh, although if anyone was wondering if anybody. Okay, I found the show. Pioneer Quest. If anybody remembers that show. I can't say it. That feels like something that would be on like TLC or like. I don't remember where or, or why like I watched Discovery it, but, yeah, Channel. It was these two couples, and they were just like out being like discover the real West. You know, be builds yourself a cabin. Yep. In the woods. Yep. Um, so yeah, so he's like, you know, this will be a sign to all who pass that that's entering Fraser's Ridge, and then of course Jamie steps in some sort of animal dog, and he's like, oh gross, and then Ian's like, I wonder what animal left that? Maybe a raccoon. Myers <laughs> told Myers told me of such creatures. And then Claire's like, and then, and then Claire's like, it'd take a whole family of raccoons to produce that amount. And she's like, no, no, there's much more dangerous animals in the North, in North Carolina that could claim it. And Ian's like wolves. And Claire's like, uh, certainly none as friendly as Rolo. Um, and then Ian's like lions and Claire's like, 
laughing. She's like, try not to be so excited. But yes, there are mountain lions, although they call them panthers in these parts. And there's other wild animals, bears. Though it might be a little late in the year for them. They they hibernate. And you can see Ian's like, when is, when is, and I'm like, oh, what, you don't have bears in Scotland? <laughs> you don't know what hibernating Do they not have bears in Scotland? I don't know. Oh my God. I think maybe they're not native to that, that range. But, um, so Claire's like, you know, they bed down for winter. Only you know? in captivity, Scotland. So they're not, bears. they're not, you know, they're not native. So they're not like roaming. They have European brown bears, but they're only at the zoo. Yeah. So they're not native to the, you won't find like reintroducing. Wild no, they had bears. Reintroducing brown bears has frequently been the subject of debate. Yeah. Let your bears go. Here we go. This is going to be like two episodes ago. We're going to keep going to tangents of animal. Anyway, Claire's like, yes. You started this. Okay. So blame Claire. No, blame Ian. Ian's asking the questions about all the freaking animals that could be, ooh, raccoons. Ooh, lions. <laughs> like, okay, Ian calm yourself but anyway so oh, someone is trying to use his private land to reintroduce bears i like you dude that's awesome free the bears <laughs> free the bears okay so now but rollo starts barking the at romans something. are thought to have captured scottish bears for the use in oh, blood sports i oh, can't talk about animals God. i can't talk about animals or what my animals this is gonna be such a rough season holy shit <laughs> there's so many trees and animals and wildlife in this season and we're gonna go on 15 million the tangents collidian bear killed a criminal during an event held to mark the inauguration of the rome's Colosseum, and it was a bear from scotland now you know folks <clears throat> now you know okay so now i need you to focus Okay. Shit's about to go down. <laughs> okay. So, I'm focusing. So now, so they're talking about this and Rolo starts barking at something. And Ian's like, what, you know, what's, what, what are you barking about? Like what's got you all in a tizzy or whatever. And then, um, Ian and Jamie clearly see something off in the distance because their expression changes and Claire still has their back, her back to like what's behind mm -hmm. her. And Claire's like, there's something behind us, isn't there? And then what, what we can see is there's a group of Cherokee standing like, um, and they're, they're armed. They have rifles, they have other weaponry and stuff. And they're just sort of standing there. And so like, okay. And then Jamie's like, Claire, put the knife in my hand. Cause she's holding a knife. So he's like, put the knife in my hand and then slowly stand behind me. And Claire's like, okay, I'll listen to you. And then she good, hands, good, good, good choice. She hands the knife over and then gets behind Jamie. And Ian's like, you know, what do they want, Uncle Jamie? And he's like, well, I suppose we'll find out. And then Ian says they look, they look like Cherokee. Um, the ones that Meyer, Myers dealt with seemed friendly, like, I'll go with you. And Jamie's like, don't move a hair. Don't move a hair. Both of you, stay with the rifles. So, like, stay with each other. So then Jamie starts to walk towards the Cherokee really so, like, you know, the whole hands out, showing I'm not a threat kind of yeah. thing and then he has the knife that he has in his hand he drops onto the ground mm. right so it's like not a threat and then he's like james fraser i am james fraser and then they all just kind of like stare him down and then they slowly start to back away and then one of them who looks kind of like the ringleader stares and then like backs away and it's like very much the vibe of like mm, this isn't over this uh... this isn't over um, well, I mean, technically, I know he, like, got the land, but he kind of just stole their land, so they might be a little bit pissy about it. Might be. So oh, well, and I mean, th what are the chances you're getting 10,000 acres and, like, no nobody, part of that 10,000 land? That, no, yeah. but not even that. Just, like, out of all of that 10,000 acres, you're not going to run up against 
that's somebody that's like I live land here. I live here. Okay, and so I don't want to live with you. So now, um, so now uh, we are in 1971 at oh, Oxford no. <laughs> at Oxford University. Ah, uh, can we um, go back to the confrontation? <laughs> Jamie versus the Cherokee. Yeah, that um, seems like much more pleasant. So, uh, okay, so we're in Oxford. It says Oxford University. Unless you can promise me that Roger gets like decapitated, I really don't want to be here. <laughs> oh, poor Roger. Um, okay. No, no, no. No, poor Roger. <laughs> Fuck Roger. Uh, Roger and Frank can go hang out. I thought you were a virgin. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I get so true. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know? Oh, so and it's, Virginity's it's not even a thing. I'm not a thing. It's 1970. Come on. Yeah. Jesus. It's, it's so funny because it they don't go here in the show, but in the book, there's a there, the, one of the books. There's like a passage that because obviously Jamie knew that that Claire was not because she had been married. But it comes up in conversation because also Claire was really young when she married Frank. I think in the book she was like around 18 when she married Frank. Mm. And it kind of gets brought up and, and she mentions other men before Frank and Jamie. Like the thought had never occurred to him. And she was like, he's like, wait, you were with other men before you married Frank? And she's like, and what if I had? And she likes to fuck with him sometimes too because yeah. she knows what he's like. And he's like, he's, I think he says something like, um well just just how many like he's but he's not he's not judging but he's yeah, like he's just like cute, like scandalized he's like yeah what uh what kind of world did you grow up in where yeah. young lassies are with men and dress what <laughs> like anyway so she's like and it's mm-hmm. anyway Love Jamie and Claire. Anyway, um, so anyways, our point here is virginity is a stru- social construct. It doesn't matter, and sleep with whoever and who you don't want to as much as you'd like or not like. Thank you very exactly. much Come, for coming to my TED talk. And it's like and final if, thought: fuck Roger, fuck, fuck Roger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and if you're holding on to it, there's nothing wrong with that either, no, as long as it's isn't. your choice and there's no yeah. pressure from other people, um, religious, social, family members. Fuck all that. And also, you do you. Yeah, or any guy who's like, you only marry you if you're a virgin. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you. You. Anyway, okay, okay. So we're with Roger. He's in his office at the university. One of his coworkers is there having a fucking very boring conversation. And Roger's distracted. Da 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 da. The the coworker, whose name apparently, according to this, is Peter, leaves. and then, um, so yeah, anyway, he leaves. And so then Roger sits at his desk and decides to pick up. Did that they book. name a coworker that never even had a line? I, well, I guess because he never says he's, he has a few lines, but like, I don't recall Roger being like, yes, Peter. But then in the script that I have, like it named says, him. It says Peter. And I'm like, okay, Peter. Um, yeah. so he's clearly like a fellow professor. And gotcha. so then. Roger sits at the desk and he picks up he picks up the book that Bree gave him. Oh, he's gonna find about um, yes. Scottish settlers in, uh, in early America or whatever, right? So he picks up the book and he's starting to look at he's starting to look at different parts of it and he comes across a page that says like Mount Helican, now known as Grandfather Mountain. And as as he's reading this, it's flashing back to Jamie and Claire, and we're getting the oh. that montage of them working the land. Right of like chopping trees, 
Claire's like pulling lumber you with Clarence in a dress still. By the way, Ian collecting these big rocks. He finds like an arrowhead. Like it honestly looks like so much work. Like, well, yeah. Have you never watched? Is oh, I guess you wouldn't Bless. do this. Okay, who, anyone else? You ever they watched the YouTube hard video? To live there. Holy shit! Well, yeah. Have you not watched the YouTube videos? There's this like 18 year old kid. I think he's Russian. No, he must not have been Russian. I don't know. I think he's in Europe somewhere. And he went and built a like a log cabin over a year and like time lapsed it on YouTube. It's like a three hour video. It's awesome to watch. There's so many of those of like it's- going to build them. It's crazy that how they do it. That is clearly your cup of tea, like, girl. I know. I just watch it and like how they get the the logs like flat, and he like lays them. Well, and you then have he has to like, clear the land too. Yeah. Like you have to make sure it's like a, a clear flat surface. It's so and all cool. That kind of stuff. So anyway, that's happening while Roger learned that while Roger is reading. So he says Mount Helican, no, now known as Grandfather Mountain. So we're to get the vibe that the mountain range that Jamie and Claire are on now is now known as Grandfather Mountain. Settled in the 1770s by Highland Scots. And then he comes across one nearby settlement called Fraser's Ridge provides yet another example of a Scottish name in the surrounding areas. Um, so they're doing their thing, all that kind of stuff. And, and Roger's like, Fraser's Ridge? Um, and so then he looks up the author at the back of the book, being like, okay, mm-hmm. who is the person that read this, right? Um, wrote this uh yeah sorry who's the person that wrote this right and so now we're so now we're back with jamie and claire um and i don't know how much time has passed it's there's no concept of time here shit gets built and you're like how long would it take to build i'm not asking questions i'm just like a year so but so they don't have a full cabin built but they have it looks like they would have built like a, a small shelter First. Well, yeah, you need somewhere to not die in the elements. Yes, so they have this small shelter that they've built first that they can stay in, and then they and then he's now yeah. so that's built, and now he's starting to actually outline what the would main. be their actual cabin, right? And so yeah. Claire's coming over, and she's like, "Oh, is that a cabin I see before me?" And Jamie's putting more posts in and stuff, measuring mm-hmm. it out, and he's like, "Yes, it will be." And he's like, "Unless you want to live under moss and grass the rest of your days." And they're, you know, oh, and she's like, oh, this is going to be the front door, I presume. And he's like, yes, facing south. Um, and she's like, oh, and what will that be? And he's like, that'll be a shed for the meat. And then we'll dig a we'll dig a shallow pit at the back filled with embers to smoke what we can. And then we'll make a, a rack for drying. And he says, Myers calls it jerk to meat. And then Claire's like, oh, yeah, we called it jerky in Boston. It's, it's really delicious. And then <sighs> Jamie and Jamie talks about how um, – Ian has has already tied up their stores of meat. Like he's, oh, he's tied yeah, it up for high. The bears. Right? Um, yeah. So he's like, "What meat we have, we'll keep it there, away from the animals, till the meat shed's built." And Claire's like, "Oh, what'll this be?" And he's like, "Oh, well, this will be your wee shed, Sassnack, for your herbs and physicians' knives and such." Um, and when we have settlers, settlers, you can bring patients here if you wish. And she's like, "Oh, you've thought of everything." Um, so he's like, they're, it's cute. Like they're like planning out their home. That's like a, like, it's like a little Jim and Pam moment where he <laughs> buys her the house and it's like, and it's not finished, but I made you an art studio. <laughs> Be like, and this will be for your wee herbs and things and <laughs> physicians knives and such. <laughs> um, and then he looked and he's like, oh, they're one of the poles is crooked. And he's like, oh Christ, the poles, the poles crooked. You know, the shed will be too. I cannot have a crooked shed. And then Claire's like, yeah, well, I hardly think that deer carcasses will mind. And then they're like joking or whatever. And then we hear Rolo barking and Ian and Rolo are coming running over and Ian's like running. He's like, Uncle Jamie, Uncle Jamie, they've returned. And we can see right on his heels are the Cherokee on horseback, uh. you know, chasing up. And Ian's like, oh, because I mean, in- they can look intimidating, you know. 
So sure. he's like a whole, there's like a, uh, there's a whole group of them. Right. Mm. So they're running or whatever. And, um, they've come over and they've, what they've done is they've pulled out the stakes and the posts and stuff. Um, and so they've come up and they're like, throw, they kind of surround Jamie and Claire mm. and Ian and they're on horseback and Jamie and Claire and Ian are not. And they've thrown all the, the posts and stuff on the ground and all that kind of stuff. And so Jamie's very much in like protective mode, but like trying to suss this out and like, just like on guard or whatever. And then they're clearly, they're speaking Cherokee to them. So we don't know what they're saying, but it doesn't sound super inviting. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It very much feels like, you know, somewhat threatening. They throw the stakes or whatever, and then they ride off. Um, And everyone just looks very stressed. (laughs) They're like, well, this is going to be a problem. And, um, so now cut back to we're with Roger. So Roger's gotten a letter. So clearly he's written to To this author, author. you know, historian to historian, you know, and then has gotten a response. Ew, this is such like a Frank thing to do. (laughs) Oh God. I really hate Roger. A little bit. So now, um, so he, Roger opens it and he's like, oh my God. And so we can see that the author. Like, Brianna didn't ask you to do any of this. Like, why didn't right. you just let her know? Like, maybe did you want me to look into it? No, no. Let me just make these decisions for you, you and know, figure his, it out. Historian instinct, you know. Ah, own, screw that. His own curiosity. He's, he's got to okay. dig. He's got to know, you know. I don't like um, But. Um, I'm defending him. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. He's an, historians are going to historian. You no. you are curious about animals and trees and can't help Googling everything you can about that. Historians Google about that But that's shit. not about some ex-girlfriend that I insulted and left and hurt <laughs> and then decided to go, what, go look up her family because I want to go, what, make her have to interact with me like some manipulative dickhead? Well, and as much as I'm not a Roger fan, I don't know. Part of it, I think, is that. But I also think part of it is he has a genuine curiosity, like a genuine how, you know, how often can you say like someone that you knew that then traveled back in time and then you might have been able to find them in history or whatever. Anyway, not trying to defend Roger, but just saying. Um, Okay, so. But anyway, so the author has written him a letter and says that in included in the letter is the deed for the land. And so he like an original co- or like a Xerox original copy or whatever. So he's reading this over and he sees Jamie's signature mm. that he like that letter that the deed for the land. And he's like, oh, my God. And then, you know, she's also included like archaeological documents and a map of the land and all of this kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So then now we get a shot. We're at, in like an apartment in Boston and the phone's ringing. And Brianna picks up the phone and Roger's, you know, is like, oh, Brianna and like Roger. And then Brianna has a, um, a roommate named Gail. Who's like, Roger, is it the Roger? So clearly like Brianna's like told her the things, but anyway, so he's like, oh, is it too early? Did I wake you? And she's like, oh no, no, um, not at all. Like I'm up Gail and I were just going to head, head out to a rally in the common. And then um, she's like, oh, how are you? Is everything okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm well. And you? And she's like, yeah, I'm good. Just like busy with school and all, you know, I was just thinking about you. And he's like, oh, you were? And she's like, yeah, just wondering if you had a nice holiday. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, that's next week. But but anyway, you know, I'm just heading up to Inverness for the last of the boxes from the house. Fiona was kind enough to store them for me, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, Fiona, I have some, or sorry, Brianna. I have some news about your mother. And then she's like, Oh, my mother. And he's like, 
remember that like wee book you gave me at the festival? Well, I was slipping through it and I saw a line, a single mention really about a place called Fraser's Ridge. So I wrote to the author to find out more. And she's like, and, and then he says, Claire found Jamie. They were reunited. They lived in North Carolina from about 1768 at a settlement called Fraser's Ridge. It's not far from Mount Helican, which is now called Grandfather Mountain. And then Bree's like, the place where the festival was held. And he's like, yes, it's the same mountain range. And she's like, oh my God. So they were early Americans. Um, and he's like, yes. Um, he's like, I have it right here in front of me, a land grant showing Jamie received 10,000 acres from the governor of North Carolina. And Bree's like, oh my God, you're kidding. And then Roger's like, and, uh, and there's a letter from a woman to her family in England, which mentions a James Fraser and a, and quote, his wife, Claire, a healer. And so, um, and then he's like, Brie, like, are you there? And she's like, oh, I'm here. I'm here. I just, Roger, I can't tell you what this means to me. Like, thank you for looking despite everything that happened. And he's like, you know, of course. And then there's like a long, awkward silence. And then, <laughs> and then Roger's like, well, uh, I have essays to mark. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, goodbye, Brianna. Goodbye. And up the phone. Um, so, and it's cool. Cause so we got a little bit of info out of that too. Right. So it's like, okay, mm -hmm. they settled. And so it helps us know where Jamie and Claire were too. Cause it's like, they settled there in 1768 is when they got the land and started okay. settling it. Um, and then, you know, clearly had some settlers because there was a, a girl that wrote a letter back home to England that mentioned Jamie Fraser and his wife, Claire, a healer. Yes. Um, and all that. And they started a festival. So did they start the festival? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they personally started the festival, but well, it's in their mountain in that region in the in that mountain range. It's in um, their that's their mountain. That's their mountain. Okay, so yeah, because they're, so the, the, they're grandfather because Brandon comes back and has a baby. Grandfather Mountain. <laughs> Brittany's like, let me think of all the theories. Um, okay, so now. Okay, so now we're back with Jamie and Claire. It's nighttime. They're in their little like shed thing, their mm -hmm, their mm -hmm. structure that they've made, and that's where the two of them plus Ian and Rolo sleep. Oh, um, they, Rolo! They have, they have some fire in there, and so they're like getting ready for bed, basically. And Jamie and Claire are talking, and Claire's like, "Okay, well maybe we could build somewhere else. You know, we do have ten thousand acres." And he's like, "No, like this is the place close to the stream where the earth is tillable and where we're sheltered from the east wind." And Claire's like, "Okay, well maybe we should for like move farther away from the boundary." And first of all, Jamie's like, I, "You know, <laughs> something as small as a wee line on a map didn't stop them today." If they mean to be rid of us, they'll come no matter where we settle on this ridge. And from what you've told me, um, there are Indians all over this land. So no matter where we settle, we're going to have the same issue. Um, mm. And Claire's like, you know, so Claire's like, remember the skull I showed you? You know, I thought perhaps that maybe he was the one that led us back to each other and guided us to this place. Like, what if he, what if it was a warning? Like, you know, he's someone like me, someone from the future. What if he knows that something bad happens here? And Jamie's like, well, ghost or not, like, I can't tell you what it is for me to feel the rightness of this place. It wasn't just your ghost that brought us here. Like the mountain spoke to me. Trouble is I cannot speak with this tribe. Tell them I mean to honor the boundary lines, be a considerate neighbor. And then Claire's like, Hmm. She's like, maybe, like, maybe you can make like a gesture of goodwill. Um, and Jamie's like, you know, yeah, like I'll speak with John Quincy Myers in the morning. So clearly at this point, Myers is close by. 
Um, so he's like, okay, I'll go speak with him in the morning. So now it's later that night and they're sleeping. Um, and then we hear Rolo's managed to sneak out because we can hear Rolo barking from outside at something and they wake up. Uh-oh. Like, Rolo. can they literally never sleep? They can never sleep. They can never sleep at night. Something always goes down. And Jamie's got like a, Jamie's got like a gun under his pillow, like ready to go. He's like, up. They're, they're have, they're, they get up, they're putting their clothes it's on. It's definitely going to be like the pirate or something. Their, their boots on and stuff. And so they go outside and they're like, what is it? What is it? Rolo, roll. Is it the Cherokee? And so the bark, the barking continues. Um, they get their guns, they go outside. Claire grabs a small hatchet. I'm like, lols, bless you, Claire. <laughs> She's like, I got this. Um, and they're looking around and they're like, where are they? Where are they? They can see that the stakes, more stakes are knocked over and stuff. And then Ian looks up mm-hmm. and notices that their meat stores is, are gone. Oh. Right? And so Ian's like, you know, they took our meat. They mean to starve us. And we're hearing like more, we're hearing more noises and like, branches snapping and stuff so it's like there's something moving just around the perimeter or whatever and mm. they're like and so they're trying to figure out what it is and like jamie and ian have guns and they're trying to like see but they can't really see and then you we can see that out from the darkness comes um comes a horse and ian's like it's finley which is one of their horses mm. and they they run over and calm it down and they discover like finley's hurt like there's like a huge claw mark along oh, the side i was gonna say it was probably an animal um, there was like a huge claw mark along the side right um on, mm-hmm. right and so um oh, no. jamie's like the jamie's like this isn't the cherokee this is a bear and you're like well great <laughs> isn't I was that say isn't that fun so now it's the next morning and jamie's visiting myers's camp nearby um is the horse okay is the horse okay the horse survived but you know needed a little bit of tending um claire looked after him right yeah claire would have done her thing right so there myers is actually smoking some jerky at that moment so he's like you know i guess you're gonna say something else no he's smoking some other things no and so um myers and jamie are talking and myers is like oh bear a bear roaming eh? like a, a, a fearful sight to behold if i've ever seen one and Jamie's like, D- did more than roaming. It nearly cost me a horse. And then Myers is like, well, come to think of it, the Cherokee did tell me they've been visited by a Skeely Yona. And Jamie's like, a what? And he's like, Skeely Yona. Yona is their way for is their word for bear, but Skeely I'm less familiar with. Um, I gather it conjures up a notion of like wickedness or evil. An evil. Oh, so Jamie's gonna kill bear. the bear? Is that gonna be his gesture of goodwill? <laughs> I don't know. And so that's Jamie's really sad. Like, if you describe someone killing a bear to me, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> so then they're like, they believe it to be a monster. And then Myers is like, they certainly believe it's something more than a bear. And then he says, okay, you'll take some meat since you lost your provisions. And Jamie's like, I will, I didn't come for charity. I came for counsel. And, and Myers is like, yeah, I'll get, I'll, and I'll give you some, but without food in your bellies, your minds will be empty too. And you're like, yes, Jamie, stop refusing shit. You're, yeah, you're, you're gonna die. You're starting, you're starting over, man. You really gotta take the neighborly, yeah, you know, it's help. It's not charity, okay? That's what you give your neighbor a cup of sugar, and you know where that came from? The frontier. Because if you didn't, y'all died. Yeah, okay? y'all died. Y'all, y'all died. Died. Like y'all not like died. a little bit fun. Like not like oh, you got a little sick. Sick. Like no. Like you, you're gonna die. You're gonna be like, dead. There's nothing around. You, you. Gotta rely. You we all. Fields. We all need a little help from your friends. You're going to need a little help from your friends, you know? Okay. We all help Um, each other out. 
And then, okay, so then Myers is like, yeah, you'll take a but little just bit. Just don't kill the too. bear. Just get, maybe hunt for the bear or something. <laughs> and then um, Myers says, you know, you'll, you'll come by food again soon enough. He, and then he's like, threats from the Cherokee, however. Well, that's a matter that requires more thought. Um, by returning your boundary post to you yesterday, they've given you a message. Um, and Jamie's like, oh, well, they didn't get them all at least. I was hoping to make them an offer, but I don't know what exactly. And then Myra says, well, tobacco is always welcome and you're in luck. I happen to have like a good amount from your aunt and I'll be happy to give you some. And then Jamie's like, well, I'll only take it if you'll allow me to repay you. Um, and he says, and I shall take it to them at once, but I don't know their customs. How do you approach them? And then um, he says, when you enter, if you want to greet, if you want to greet them with respect, say, and I'm absolutely going to mess this up. I think it's like Shio Jinali, I think is how you would like enter with respect. And so, and Jamie is much better with languages than me because he like is able to, you know, he recites it and then he goes, he's like trilingual. (laughs) Many, well, because he, he speaks Latin. Oh, so he's got four French. He's he speaks Gallic, English, Latin, French. I miss the French. Uh, the uh, yeah, he speaks Latin. Yeah, they, well, I knew French, English, and Gaelic. I don't know if they talk about it in the show that much, but oh, I didn't know he spoke. Well. Um, that he makes had, sense though for the time to be. Well, like, and you remember he's Roman noble, Catholic too. He was yeah. Roman Catholic, and he had to learn. He had to learn Latin, right? Um, yeah. When he was a young, not weird that that's a dead language, and yet like nobody speaks Latin yet. Yet it's the root of so many words. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I yeah. had to learn Latin. Like lot scientific names are all Latin. It's true. This is true. It's, really it's everywhere. It really is everywhere. It's, it's weird. Latin. Its scientific name is actually Latin. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so he speaks at least four languages. But um, but yes, so he says, um, you know, so Jamie repeats it, and then Meyer says, though the Cherokee are restless just now, I'm known to them. Um, so perhaps it's best I take the tobacco to them on your on your behalf. Um and then Jamie says, like, maybe you're right. Thank you, John. And then Meyer says, truth be told, that bear may have been a stroke of fortune. I'd, I'd put off building your cabin until this matter is resolved. The Cherokee gave you a warning. Next time they might not be so courteous. Um, and then the next scene is Ian and Claire, and they're sitting outside of their little structure by the fire. And Claire is... There's going to be a lot of this that you're you vegetarian, you you're really going to struggle with this. But try to remember, this is no. They need to survive. No. <laughs> There's no. no like, oh, can I go and get a vegan option? I need I need protein. <laughs> you should have thought of that before you got out there and planted some damn potatoes. What yeah. Mm-hmm. Just living off those starchy potatoes. Just that's it. Yeah, you can. All you need is Guinness and potatoes. You're um, but anyway, so they're there and Ian's like mending some sort of like fishing net thing. And Claire is readying uh, some trout they caught. And um, they're talking and Ian's like, you know, Uncle Jamie will be pleased. Like it's a good catch apart, you know, apart from the Leviathan that tore through the net. Um, and Claire's like, oh, have you mended it? And Ian's like, oh, like almost. And he's like, you know, working on it. And she's like, Oh, you know, you've got a good hand for it. And he's like, well, you know, it's, it's kind of similar to knitting. Ma taught me. Well, you've got to be aware of your stitches too close together and you'll soon run out of yarn, but too far apart. And you'll be walking around with holes where you didn't want them. And then Claire's like, Oh, I never learned how to knit. And he's like, 
that can't be everyone. And he goes, everyone knows how to click it. And then because oh, the needles click, I guess it's called click it. Yeah. And everyone knows how to click it. And then Claire's like, I can sew a dress or a wound, but knitting's not something I was ever taught. And he's like, oh, well, where do you go for winter stock? Like, where'd you go for winter stockings in Boston then? And she's like, I bought them. <laughs> and Ian's like, well, everyone at Lolly Brock, Brock knits from the time they can hold a needle. Um, and then Claire's like, even Jamie? And she's, and he's like, I, and also you can see their breath at this point. Like it looks oh, cold. I was going to say, I thought it was cold. What are it they It looks doing? cold. Even, even like just the, for the actors to film it, it looks freaking cold. Like Katrina's got her hands all in this like fish guts. And I'm just like, that must've been not comfortable. Um, like you can see like the steam <laughs> coming off, but um, anyway, She's like, oh, even, even Jamie? And he's like, oh, yeah. Um, Uncle Jamie knitted me a fine pair of stockings for my baptism. I'd be happy to teach you. Want to get my hands on a skein of wool? I'll have you, I'll have you knitting in no time. Um, and Claire's like, okay, well, at the moment, I better get ready to cook these. And then Ian's like, okay, yeah, I'll go look in, in on Finley, which is the horse. Right. And then um, he's like, do you suppose the bear might still be roaming about? And Claire's like, well, with any luck, he's gone back to sleep. But be careful all the same. And he's like, okay, you too. So then they go off. So then now the next scene is Claire, you know, with all these threats around. I think Claire's decided. Seems, I don't. Claire says. Shit on that bear information there. It's very hard to get a bear to wake up from hibernation. Well, they can wake up from hibernation, but they won't mm. really come out. Yeah. It, it seems a little. Yeah. You're like, mm, okay. Well, so with all of these threats around, Claire's clearly decided to be like, do I still know how to shoot a gun? Do I still remember I how to do this? It out. So we can see her like doing some, some shooting practice and Jamie comes up behind her and he, and you know, she shoots a, a piece of wood and he's like, ah, a shame we can't eat wood or we'd have our supper. And she's like, Oh, well, you know, thankfully we've got plenty of trout. Um, and they joke back, back and forth. And then Claire's like, you know, with a bear around, I thought I'd see if I could remember how to shoot. And um, Jamie's like, oh, well, you have, it seems you haven't forgotten much. And he's like inspecting her gun. And he's like, well, I don't think you packed your powder well enough, though. And then so Jamie starts loading the gun and demonstrating how to pack the powder. And like, oh, my Lord, it takes for freaking ever <laughs> to pour it in there. You got to pull the stick out. You got to pack it in there and pull it. Oh, my gosh. Um, and Claire's watching and she's like, I've always marveled how soldiers could do that in the heat of battle. And he's and Jamie's like, oh, yeah, well, it's one thing when you've got all the time in the world, but when your enemy's charging at you, it's a different matter entirely. Um, and then he does some shooting practice too. So now our next scene is it's nighttime. Okay. This and honestly, whole, I wouldn't recommend for them to try and shoot a bear. It's, it's not, it's your not aim point. better be so on point or you're screwed. Well, not only that. I and mean, also you don't have time to reload. Like what do you like that too? And they charge. And also it's hard with like our caliber. Yeah, let alone back weapons. then. Let alone back then. Also, I stop. Nobody shoot bears. And I don't know how. Really I don't know how them. accurate those weapons were all the time. I don't then. think I they don't... were very accurate at all. Like you're, it's it's a it's a risk. Also, bears like well because they don't really hibernate because they like wake up and stuff. Especially like the mothers will like still have to feed them. They just like don't eat or do anything. But like they can wait. They come out and they're all like groggy. They're not coming out and climbing out and getting your meat i'm calling bullshit on this whole bear story everybody stop shooting bears i love bears <laughs> you're like i call bullshit um bear bullshit. okay 
So now it's night. Bare so facts. It's, 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 <laughs> so now it's, so now it's nighttime. So we're back, you know, so this whole section coming up, we're flashing between Jamie and Claire and Ian and what's happening there. And then it, we keep flashing to the Cherokee, which okay. it looks like the Cherokee, they're like traveling somewhere at night and it looks like they have gathered to do some shenanigans ritual something like they're they're doing right and it's flashing back and forth right and you're kind of like okay what's happening here right so um and we can see outside of jamie and claire's um little i don't know structure that they're staying in their little shed we can see that there's like there's like yeah there's something moving around on the house like there's something out there Right. And Jamie and Claire awaken again, but they're ready. <laughs> they did. They didn't even take their stuff off. They just slept in their boots. Claire slept in her corset. That doesn't look comfortable, but I guess you're like, we got to be ready. There's some yeah, threats you gotta around. Do what you got to do. Why does you she know? have a corset? She's in the frontier. She could wear whatever she wanted. They still wear like a stays yeah. or corset. Like it's called stays or like some sort of undergarment. They don't, I don't know. They just don't freewheel it. Why? back then it's, it's not like corset, but it's i think it's just part of i'm not going to pretend to be an expert on 18th century uh thing, that would but be the one good part of being there's still definitely really like a, a bodice and it goes from a corset to something called stays well she, yes sure i know lot. like in the city in the town but she's out in the wild she could take that off at least and just be in a blouse she could put pants on they got no just ian just <laughs> ian like, oh auntie oh <laughs> but anyway claire like they're ready they they were ready for this they they could not have been getting much much sleep and so they're they they awake because they hear noises and they can hear um animal noises they hear rollo whimpering and barking and oh. all that kind of stuff so they go outside and they're looking around and um they go outside again and they're trying to see what the threat is they're like what is it like Maybe we scared it off and they can hear Rolo barking like really loud. And then Rolo's like found something over sort of in the corner. Oh, I thought they, for a minute you're going to say Rolo was found. And I was like, if he's dead, I'm you're out. You're like, I'm out. I'm freaking <laughs> out. Damn bear. And so then they, um, um, so they go over and they can, we can hear this like, oh, we see this like thing lying on the ground and, and Claire's like, Claire's like, oh my God, that's human. And so they, they run over and they find John Quincy Myers lying on the ground and he's been like mauled by oh no. whatever this thing is. And so he's been attacked and he, so he's like, he's like uh, across his like abdomen and chest, like claw marks just oh no, doesn't look great. And so then you know, they're like, Myers, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? And Ian's like, the bear, the bear. And Jamie's like, he's been mauled. And then Myers keeps saying to Jamie, like, he's just trying to get words out. And he keeps saying, Skeely Yona, like Skeely Yona, right? And now we're flashing back and forth again to the Cherokee ritual. Um, and and then back to, to Myers. And Ian's like, you know, he looks so pale. Um, and Claire's like, you know, I, I need my medical kit. We have to get him back to the shelter. So clearly they're, they're able to move him into the shelter where the medical kit is. And Claire's is Aww. Claire's like doing what she can. And she's like, he has severe muscle damage. Like Ian, hold this, apply pressure. And we can hear what like roaring noises outside. And so 
Jamie turns to go outside and Claire's like, what are you doing? And Jamie's like, it's still close. And Claire's like, you'll get yourself killed. And Jamie's like, well, if I don't go after it, it's going to come back. And so Ian's like, oh, I'll go with you. And Jamie's like, no, 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 stay here and help your auntie, okay? Um, and so he's like, okay, okay. So now Jamie goes out alone, looking like, like hunting for this, this bear. Again, we're seeing more of the, the Cherokee ritual. Jamie's hunting and we can see, we can see something in the trees, like something is moving. So he has his, his rifle aimed at it and he shoots and doesn't hit it. So now he has to reload, which is calling back to the, it takes for freaking ever to reload mm-hmm. and it's stressful. And you're like, Oh my God, Jamie, be quicker, be quicker, be quicker. You're like, Oh my God. So now, and it goes back to Claire now. Um, and Claire's like, I have to tie off his blood vessels. And then she notices something and Ian's like, what, what is it? It's and she's like, he's like, he's, he's been bitten, um, like up by the neck. And then she goes, it wasn't a bear that bit him it looks it looks a little more human up there and then so then we go back and jamie has seen this thing and out of the bushes come and (laughs) it is a man in a bear pelt with like but it, but he has like bear claws so that's where that yeah which those things are sharp a F and this guy's so coming he out a bear. I and, like he's like, and he's like, and he's like, ah, he comes up and he also has a knife. So now Jamie's going toe to toe with this dude and they're like wrestling. He's got a knife. Jamie and Claire, like going back. And he also, these damn claws, like there's, there's a part where he's on top of Jamie and he's got the claws going at his face. Like, and Jamie's like trying to fight so it he's off. Like cosplay- like, he's like a furry, but like a mean furry. So, and any, so they go back and forth and Jamie eventually gets the better of him and he kills him. Buffy, the vampire style. One nice. of his, the stakes is on the ground. He grabs the stake and the dude runs into it and he kills it. He buffied him. Right. You know, um, I like that. That's better than cutting his brake line. So the interesting thing is in the book, Jamie literally fights a bear. <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. he went, what's Leo DiCaprio? He had to go Leo DiCaprio, Revenant style. And he had to fight a bear. And then Claire <laughs> smacked, it in, smacked it in the face with a fish. <laughs> Actually, I think she missed the bear and hit Jamie in the face with a fish. Okay, yeah, that's very unrealistic. Also, I'm glad that they didn't because oh, but also, that would not have been a bear. Bears but also, like also I'm, trying to des- I'm trying to decide what feels more ridiculous, though. Jamie taking on a bear single-handedly and surviving or jamie fighting a man in a bear outfit well it's wilderness sickness have you not ever heard of those people that go in the woods and get a little nutty banana nutty banana mountain man well they decide that they're like so one with nature that they're now a bear they are a bear but i do agree i do think it would have been really hard for them to have a legitimate man versus bear fight like on screen like it would yeah, i think it's the same like, I, I think it's the same reason they they got rid of the claire fighting the wolves like it's just not how you gonna do that like it just some things don't translate to screen as well also right? bears that attack people are very rare very rare and, and it's probably a grizzly those 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 guys are yeah, they're mean they're a little nice unpredictable little black bears that we have down here and normally, if it is an issue, it's because we've been feeding them and, and they're not we're all scared. encroaching in their territory. They're not scared of people. Stop feeding the bears at the park. Don't feed the people. bears, guys. It's not going to do you any favors or them. No. Then they end up getting shot. 
or someone's going to get mauled and you friggin' set that up to happen. Not good either. No, not helpful. But, um, but anyway, so he buffied, he buffied this dude. And then it's now like the morning and Jamie has somehow managed to like whittle together this like sled thing out of wood and has like dragged this bear man. (laughs) You're like, Oh, Jamie, you're a handy, you're a handy man, sir. He's like dragged this man and he's found like the Cherokee little village. Oh, to take and, it. And, and he shows up and I already, I wrote it out phonetically last time and I have already lost it. But what Myers taught him to say. That word, It's yes. like a respect. So he, so he walks in and he says this. Um, he's man, a, he's made a whole damn sleigh. <laughs> and he, so he drops it. Of course. Oh, his wig is so awful too. It's so bad. Oh and God. Then he's, and it, Cause, and it's not even in the ponytail at this point. It's just like <laughs> bangs. And then, oh, why would you do that? Not, to that season, man? season four wig is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I have to say, um, and he's bad, thinking, I didn't like season threes. He's all, it's, it's, it's not. Uh, five is a big upgrade gotta say okay um but yeah so then he he says that word and then some of the cherokee come out and then the main guy so you know jokes some of them know english so the one guy says to him you killed him and jamie's like oh this might be easier than i thought to communicate (laughs) and he says i did and then the man says to the other cherokee they're like Skiliona, Skiliona, and these the other Cherokee lower their weapons. And Jamie says, He's only a man, not a monster. And then the, the guy says, Oftentimes man is monster. Yes. And then Jamie says, You knew he was a man? And the guy was like, Yes, he lived among us. He was once a great warrior. And Jamie's like, But no more. And the man says, He harmed his woman one year ago. He laid with her against her wishes. That is not our way. So he was banished to live in the woods with no Cherokee. He did not accept this. He returned to us again and again, but we would not see him. So he went deep into the woods and his mind was lost forever. Um, ah. Took the form of a bear. He became Skeely. He came to us again this year, destroying shelters, stealing food, but we could not kill what was already dead to us. Now there will be no trouble. Now there will be no more trouble from him. And so then Jamie says, and from, and from you, will there be, will there be trouble for me, for my family? And then the, the guy says, death follows white men. Like the great spirit follows. And I can't, I can't say that word. I'm sorry. I should have looked that one up phonetically too. And Jamie says, I'm not skeely. My family and I wish to live peacefully. I'll give you my word. And he puts like his hand over his heart. And then they're like, okay. And then that scene ends. So we're like, okay. Okay. Wonder how that ended. Um, so now we're back at the Fraser's camp. Um, and, you know, it's daytime. They're on a campfire. And it's like Jamie and Claire Myers, who's like recovering, um, and Ian. Um, and so Claire says to Myers, you know, try to walk a little bit every day. It'll help keep your strength up. And he's like, you know, I'll do whatever you say, mistress. I owe you my life. And Ian's like, we all do. And then, <laughs> truth, and then Meyer says, "You know, I don't wish I did. I didn't wish for you to be digging a burying ground before you built your cabin." Um, and Jamie yeah, says, "It comes with the territory comes, of being James Fraser, right?" And so then Jamie's like, "You're welcome to We're remain lucky with us he until wasn't you're well. killing people before now. <laughs> he tried, <laughs> you know. How and, did he take out Bear Man? He couldn't get Mister Pirate Dickhead." 
James, James, James. Okay, but okay, there but there was only one bear man. Mr. Pirate <laughs> Dickhead had eight other henchmen. It was not That's a fair true. fight. That pirate dick was he a real fought dick. dirty. He yeah, fought he was dirty. A real dick. Yes, he's not a good man. Uh, although kudos to can we not I like this principle of we just like shun and like send them into the woods to lose their mind and then we stake them in the heart. I feel like that's a good punishment. We should bring that back. <laughs> like just bye. Um, you can no longer be a part of our society. Goodbye. Um, and so then Jamie's like, oh, you're welcome to remain with us until you're well. And then as this happens, Jamie notices something and it's, oh, okay. It's a group of Cherokee rolling on up. And so Jamie's Hello, like, okay. Friends. So like Jamie's still on guard. He like, I love it. It's like the subtle stuff. Um, and like, I don't know if he's directed to do this or this is just like Sam instinctually making these choices. Cause he knows it's what Jamie would do, but you see him like get in front of them and then quickly like look to see where Claire is and then get himself in between Claire and like the unknown like it's just subtle stuff like that I'm like James Fraser love you um but anyway so uh the man comes up and he's and you know there's the chief I guess they have brought the chief of the of of the Cherokee to come and he says our chief and I believe again I'm trying to write these phonetically but he says Nawohali I believe is the name of the chief. And so then the chief is speaking Cherokee. And so then the man translates and says, he, he prays that no more blood is spilled between us. And then Jamie says, that is our wish as well. And the chief says, Yonadili. And then, and Jamie's like, Yonadili. And then the man says, it means bear killer. That is how you'll be known to our people. (laughs) And Ian's like, bear, Ian's like, bear killer. Uh, Okay. Look, I was really on, we need to find something that's not offensive for me to call this lovely chief. Well, this is, this is, this is what they call Jamie. This is now the Cherokee now refer to him as bear killer. No, I know, but no, but what can I call the chief? Cause I want to say, dude, appreciate that you're being friendly, but the one person that didn't need another nickname. <laughs> He's got Mr. too many nicknames. <laughs> Freaking Alexander Dun- Malcolm. Alexander, Bonnet, yeah, yeah, James Beard, Alexander, whatever James Alexander, Malcolm McKenzie Fraser, yeah, um, Red, oh, Red, this. Red Jamie, the Dun Bonnet, Alexander Malcolm, yeah, like we 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 were good. McDoo, oh yeah, McDoo, I forgot that was a whole thing. Got a whole add bear killer to the list of just all of his identities. Um, and so then Jamie says to them, like, join us. And he like gestures for them to like sit near the, sit around near the fire. And then there's two, there's two women that approach Claire. Um, um, and one is younger and one is, 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 is older. Um, and the two women approach Claire and the younger one says to her, like, I'm again, I'm trying to do this phonetically. Um, my Cherokee is not great. And she says, I'm, Gidua, I believe is how she says her name. And this is my husband's grandmother, Adawehi. And then Claire is like, I'm Claire. And then Gidua says, um, she had a dream about you. And then Adawehi starts speaking in Cherokee to her. And Gidua is like translating. Mm. And so she says, the moon was in the water and you became a white raven. You flew over the water and swallowed the moon. The white raven flew back and laid an egg in the palm of her hand. The egg split open and there was a shining stone inside. She knew this was great magic, that the stone could heal sickness. And then Claire's like, oh, she's a healer. And Gidoa says, a very powerful healer. My husband's grandmother says that you have medicine now, but you will have more. When your hair is white like snow, 
you will have wisdom beyond time. You must not be troubled. Death is sent from the gods. It will not be your fault. Claire's like, that was a lot of prophecy. There was a lot of layers. I'm, I'm lost not sure. on the whole egg stone Yes, thing. there's a whole metaphor thing in there of her dream and it clearly symbolism and it means things. But the main thing that I sort of take, the main things that I, that I take from that is when she says, my husband's grandmother says that you have medicine now, but you will have more. When your hair is white like snow, you will have wisdom beyond time. And then when she says to her, you must not be troubled. Death is sent from the gods. It will not be your fault. So people are about to die. Oh, does that mean she has to go back when she's old again? Well, clearly when she says, when your hair is white like snow, you'll have wisdom beyond time. So it's, it's, um, that's a very time traveling when you're, well, I'm just saying when you're a lot older, right. And your hair's fully, fully, well, yeah, you will will have your full power and your full wisdom. Yeah, maybe because you're back in 2020 now. Well, and also we've we've she was never in 2020, first of all. Yeah, but she could be if she time traveled. Hey, but also just like subtle hints that there's been hints here and there of Claire having uh, some sense. Like remember how she picked up Galus's bones and instantly knew, oh, this woman was murdered, and and Joe's like. Yeah, by her. How did you know that, right? (laughs) So there's that sort of stuff. She talks about that time when Master Raymond saved her from the pure pale fever. How she could literally like feel it and see it, and all of those sorts. Like, you know, there's just been hints here, there. Like, say you're a wizard, Harry, setting stuff up. So you know, you know, out of way, he's just maybe. Putting Wait, I thought we were talking there. to two women. Yeah. Out of way, oh, he is out of way. No, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I say a lot of words. I, okay. But, but so out of, but so out of way, he is, oh, cause he, it's probably out of way, he is her name. Oh. Out of way, he is the, it's the, the older that. woman, the grandmother. So she's the one that had the dream and is telling Claire this, right? So she's clearly. Saying, you know, you have power, but you'll you'll have more kind of deal. But Claire's very much like, I, I'm not sure that I understand. And then so she's like, anyway, okay, come and invites them to sit. Um, okay, so now that that has happened, we are now back with Roger. <laughs> oh, Lord. And so he's back at um, the house, the mansion thing that he's, that Fiona and Ernie um have have like moved into right and he's he's grabbed the last of his boxes and um and fiona's hanging some curtains and she's like oh what do you think and he's like oh it's very uh and then fiona's like oh so have you spoken to her and and roger's like oh for all of five minutes about a week ago and fiona's like well it's a start the first time since and roger's like since my proposal i i'm like since you kind of called her a whore because she wanted to have sex with you you asshole and then tried to manipulate her or guilt her into a weird proposal thing and and, anyway and so then fiona's like fiona's like and how did it go and then roger's like fine no i'm not sure if she was happy to hear from from me or if it was the news that that i found her mother but the um, news the news it was he goes but he goes no it's so funny he catches himself he goes or if it was the news that i found her mother um 
found that her mother uh, uh, took a trip and found a lost love of hers. And Fiona's like, oh, you mean when she bent, went back in time to find Jamie Fraser? And, and Roger's like, um, mm, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Uh, and then Fiona's like, these walls are not as thick as you think. I heard you in the study with Claire and Brianna speaking of the legendary Highlander. And then she's like, granny was a caller at the stones. She led the dances. I know all the stories of people disappearing. <laughs> Go Fiona. And so Roger's like, so you Next knew. Fiona. He's like, so you knew all this time you knew. And she's like, I, I suspected that it would take its toll on Brianna parting from her mother. And then Roger's like, I, you know, she couldn't stop worrying about whether Claire found him or not. So I kept looking until I found some proof that she had. And then Fiona's like, Brianna must have been thrilled. And then Roger's like, I, yeah, she was. Um, I thought it might be a new beginning or something. But then, and then Fiona's like, you haven't heard from her. Roger's like, well, at least, at least she knows. And then Fiona's like, looking a little sus in this moment. And then Roger's like, what? And then she's like, well, I wasn't sure if I should show you. Granny used to help the Reverend with his research. And so she goes over and she gets these like papers. And she's like, I have some of her papers that I came across when Ernie and I were unpacking. And she hands this paper to Roger. And it's like an old, old, old like newspaper article. Okay. And we can look at it. And Roger's like an obituary. And Fiona's like, I. And then Roger starts reading it and it says, it is with grief that the news is received of the deaths by fire of James Mackenzie Fraser and his wife in a conflagration that destroyed the home on the settlement of Fraser's Ridge. And then Roger says, the date smudged. It says that it says the 21st of January, 1770. And then we can't see the final digit. Ah, sneaky. It's something, something smudged. And so he says they received the land in 1768. So that means that sometime in the next 12 years, they die. For all we know, they they died two years after receiving their land. And Fiona says, they might not have lived to see it become America. And then Roger says, Brianna will be devastated. I, I, I can't tell her. And then Fiona says, but shouldn't she know the truth that her mother's dead? And then he's like, you know, she's been dead, Fee, for over 200 years. Brianna knows that much. This, this will just break her heart all over again. And Fiona's like, I, like, I suppose, you know, I suppose you're right. And then, um, so thanks for that news, Fiona. That was yeah, that's great. That's cheery. Great, great. Jamie this and Claire can't have nice things. Scones. That is the scone. Would you like a scone, Roger? Roger. Oh, wow. <laughs> Nobody wants your scones, darling. Little Um, so that's fun. Jamie and Claire can't ever have nope. nice things. So now we've got a freaking fire to worry about. <sighs> Stress. I like it. Okay, so now we are back with Jamie and Claire. Okay. And we we get a little bit more of a montage and we see more chopping of some wood and sharpening of tools and all of these things and like, oh my God, it's so much work. <laughs> so much work. Lord, they really work to 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 have that house, to have that cabin. Um, Just okay. to burn it down. Right? You're like, this beautiful cabin's going to burn down and you're going to die. Get away. Get away. Um, and, okay, so now, uh, a little bit time later has happened and we can see that the base, sort of the very rough outline of the cabin is now built, like okay. at least laid out. So we can see the shape of it. And, you know, so Jamie's there and Claire, you're going to be happy with this, Claire's wearing pants. 
Go Claire. Thank so, you. you know, she's been helping. Claire's wearing pants. And then Jamie like scoops up behind her and picks her up. And she's like, Oh, like, what are you doing? And he like walks into their cabin uh, and he's like I'm yes he's like because they've never had their own threshold for him to carry her over ever and he's like you know carrying my wife over the threshold and he's like and this will be the door lined with hides to keep out the cold oh and over here we'll have a wee pantry and a hearth and you know where I'll perform a hearth blessing and she's like you know perhaps you should start that sooner rather than later like we need all the help we can get and then he's like mm-hmm. and we'll build shelves for our books and we can have candles so we can read at night and you're like bless candles yeah, Less no, no flames. And Maybe then we like, should like hibernate like the bears. Just like, when it's perpetu- dark. You don't need fire. You don't need fire for light or warmth or food. Like no, 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 no. Sure. You're of course, fine. you're fine, right? Um, and then you know he says, you know, we'll build shelves for our books. Blah blah. We can put a fine table in the middle for our dinners, and over here will be our bed facing east, so we can watch every sunrise. Right, and they're. They're just like envisioning their life together in their home and it's like so cute and she's like, it's perfect and they have their signature forehead touch and they look at what will be their land and you're just like, oh my gosh. They're so excited about like having a, a li- having a life together in home and we're like, and we just effing found out that these, that it all, well, they're not gonna Diana. Claire's going to get gray hair. Gosh Later. darn it. Right? Okay, so now okay, so now we're we just gonna come back and warn them. <laughs> so now so now we cut to we're back with Roger and he's thinking and he's mulling this over and he decides to pick up the phone. And he's calling. But then Gail, Brianna's roommate, answers and says hello. And then he's like, Hello, this is Roger Wakefield. You know, may I speak to Brianna Randall? And Gail's like, um, this is Gail, her roommate. Is this Roger? And he's like, uh, yeah, it's me. Is she home? And Gail says, no, no, she's not. She didn't tell you. And Roger's like, what? Oh, she went to Scotland. To Scotland? Why? To visit her mother. And Roger's like, how long ago? And Gail's like, a couple weeks ago. Like, I thought you two would have seen each other by now. And she's like, Roger, hello. And he's like, uh, thanks, Gail. Yeah, I'll, I'll try again. And then he like hangs up the phone and is like, oh, shit. And then episode ends. She's so, going through the stones? She's gone. Well, so she took off two weeks ago to go visit her mother. Her says mother's Gail. in North Carolina in 1769? 60, 60. Well, they got the land in 68, That's but it's 71. So they're two behind. So it is 69. Yeah, it's 1769 because they're always, it's always 202 years, right? So they're always gold six, star to me doing some math. Look, there. look at you, 1769. Hey, So that's where that's at. Um, oh, that's- what, what are your, what are your overall thoughts on this episode? Likes, dislikes in terms of story progression? setting things well, up Brianne's finally going back in time so good good for that mad that roger's gonna go through with her <laughs> gosh darn it i um, liked watching pioneer quest so i'll watch a montage of that yeah, if you enjoyed part pioneer quest you'll probably yeah. enjoy jamie and claire probably like this i'm glad they didn't kill an actual bear and nope. uh just a bear man yeah you know, and it seems like Jamie and Claire have been able to make peace and and yes. have it have some common ground with their Cherokee neighbors. Which episode, I like episode title right there, common ground. Um, and <laughs> it's the Family Guy episode when they say the movie. T- 
title in the movie. <laughs> well, that's like, I think it's in 209, right? Which I think is just We Pray, the one where Claire's having the, yeah, the, world, the flashbacks. It. And she's like, frozen like a dragonfly in amber. And I'm like, ah, oh, there's the book title. <laughs> I'm frozen like a dragonfly in amber. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of where we're at. We got some, you know, Jamie. And I give Claire it four time. to five stars because the horse got hurt. I didn't like that. Yeah, but luckily the horse survived. Okay, that's and good. Finley's doing okay. Okay, you know, really Claire is also horse. moonlights as a veterinarian. I like that. Good job, Claire. <laughs> good job, Claire. Comes in handy. See, this is Jamie's. Like, this is why she needed to come to the map. Yeah, or sit, else the- sit in Wilmington. Psh, screw that. <laughs> he knows he wouldn't last four seconds. No. He gets and he, shot and stabbed. And, and he's like, she's a, she's a hardy woman. Do you think Claire would let him go? Well, she's like, no. I, he, I know. He will die in four seconds. I No, I need to be he with him. He needs constant medical supervision. <laughs> he bleeds a lot. <laughs> and then also bad things tend to happen whenever they're apart they're either. Apart. Yeah, so she just needs to good. be with him. He needs to be with her. It's fine. They've spent 20 years apart. Let them live in the woods together, okay? It needs to happen. Um... And you know what I've realized that we've forgotten the last couple of episodes is to do like, where is everyone? So now- That's because it's not fun. Well, we're in a cabin-like structure now. uh, 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 Structure. What do you want me to do? There's no characters. Okay. Well, there's- there's the Cherokee. There's jo- there's them. there's be- There's John Quincy Myers. There's Ian. There's Jamie and Claire. There's, um, I mean, Marsh- Marshmallow and, and Seamus were in this episode. You know, um, I'm not mad at anyone. Everyone can be where they are. Skeleona, yeah, having their cute little, little moment. Is, Ian's playing with Rolo. Love that. The Cherokee should be just in, in their own little space, respected yeah. in their space. Maybe, Love maybe, that. Marshmallow's maybe, pregnant, so they're busy doing their thing. I maybe, would love for the. What? I was gonna say maybe Jamie and Claire can get Ian to go on another trek with Myers. Okay, he's recovering. Can, okay, true. Damn it. I was like, they just sorry, Jamie and Claire. You just don't get any alone time. No, sorry. Well, they can no Ian's out playing with Rolo. Okay. <laughs> go play with the dog. We just need 20 that minutes. That is my favorite thing. Okay. Just go play with your dog. Go play with play the dog. Fetch. Give us 20 minutes and we're good. You teach a dog to play fetch, you'll be out there for three hours. What are you talking about? They don't have free time. He's got a dog now. You were you're fine. Be like, go, go wander, go do your thing. We Just... need more. Once Brianne and Roger gets over here, then we'll start doing rooms because I got okay, places to put Roger. I got places. Roger's the new. The and new, it's not anywhere time. near. He's gonna be Brianne. on the roof all the time. <laughs> yeah, he no, is. No, I'll be like Ian. Go, go, and when you come back, if there is a sock <laughs> on the door, don't come yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Respect the, the, the stalking. If the stalk, yeah, if the stalk is on the door, it means me and your auntie are busy. Don't come back. Don't come in. Just keep going. Um, yeah, I know. I feel like it's Roger going to be the new merch, and he's just going to be like on yes. the roof all the time. He's so the new, all the time. He's the new gargoyle. Oh <laughs> uh, my gosh. Okay. Well, yeah. In terms but then of- we're going to have to hide Ian and Brianne for sexy weird times also we're waiting for james to piss me off he hasn't pissed me off yet i know he he hasn't angered you yet this season hasn't yet okay all right we know it's gonna come so right now everything's fine so we can do the room but i kind of leave everyone where they are i'll give them walls though let's give them an actual walled cabin 
Mm, okay. Cued inside. And Ian can be outside. It's not cold right now. So, so Ian and Bolo okay. are not warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're warm. And Finley is all healed in the barn. And let's say, what's his name? Can John I just Quinn- call him? Myers. Yeah. Okay. I can probably remember that. Myers is like, I don't know. What does he like to do? He's fishing. I sure. feel like he's a dude that likes to fish. He's he. Yeah. He's the, he's the man of the mountains. He does yeah. his thing. And Cherokee are, are living a great Do, life doing their thing. Nobody is encroaching on them and they're all good. They're Claire and out away. He meet up and, you know, yeah. exchange medicines, but not right now. Know. Cause they're having, that's yeah, where everybody you, is. And marshmallow you, no, no. and Seamus. Actually, I don't like that. They're far away. Can we in, well, let's put a second cabin. Okay. So the cabin that they're in William, whatever. Wilmington. Town. Yes. I well, like you can't very well have, well, first of all, it would be hard for Fergus to build a cabin because he's missing a hand. So well, that he has some disadvantages. He doesn't have to build. I forgot about the hand, actually. <laughs> Remember that? It would be hard gonna, for him to be a farmer. Would it be weird for him to, like, hold a baby? I don't think so. No. Like, how does it attach? Well, you mean, well, hopefully he's not wearing the hook. <laughs> yeah. me, child. <laughs> um, because, like... But there's it must different be able attachments. To come off, right? It yeah, must yeah, come yeah. off yeah. easily. So that well, because can... remember when they were on the ship, she was like, remember she was like washing his stump. Oh, yeah. She like took it off. But so, I didn't yeah. know, like if it would be like a whole like arm thing, so like he couldn't really like take it. Like it would be like a day, like a morning decision of like, am I going to? Oh, do my I? Yeah, how today or not? It? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I would imagine there's like different, just different versions in it comes off and all that kind of I just stuff. didn't know what you would what, I mean you adapt you do your thing well no for sure I just didn't know at that time what what would be what available would be for options, options I don't know for I, amputees. Think they just, I think they just go with the flow a little bit you know because yeah. you don't really need that like you can hold the baby without yeah exactly like you said just don't have the just don't have the just don't have the hook, but like you might have that for another time and then I'm like maybe you can't get it off I don't know maybe they're strapped no up your it arm. looked like when they were on the when she was cleaning when she was washing him and helping him on the when they were on the ship it, it looked like it, that particular one came was off went on and off fairly oh, easily okay, that's good because so you know, like really sometimes the leg braces, like they have to go up the leg for stability. Very cumbersome, sure. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. Ian's Ian, old Ian, his leg yeah. thing didn't look like it was easy. Was like to... too, but it would, didn't look like it'd be like too much to put on. It also did not look comfortable. But you no, know, Oof. you know, you know, technological advancements have have I come know. a long way. In Those crazy ones things. now where they can like start to move. That's well, they so are able cool. to cl- like connect with like a like your a like nerve. Yeah, you can start your to nerve learn energy. To think, yeah, just move it. That's Trippy. so cool. I'm so happy for people cool. if those start to work. That's so mm-hmm. amazing. I I think it's a lot of like sort of retraining your nerve. Well, yeah, and yeah. And I'm sure it's so painful to go through, which like they're already in so much pain. So that's like absolutely horrific for them to have to go through. But like, if you could get that sense of independence and self again, oh, love that. Yeah, it'd be cool. Technology, so man. Cool. So cool. But yes. Okay. So that's also, that is where we're at. Terminator robot, which is. <laughs> I am the Terminator. And then I guess, do you have any thoughts of like what's coming next now that. Brianna now- and Roger are coming back. Okay. I have to try and figure out why they're, how to stop a fire. Yeah. yeah when there's no electricity yeah. <laughs> just also, never I live by like candlelight it like, also could be like a misdirect like what do you call it like a red herring a red herring where it's almost like it does burn down but it was a burn down that they like had to like 
fake their own deaths to get away, to get out of the war. Because mm. I wonder when, when that would line up with the war timeline, because it could be a like Fraser who was part of the, this governor's person mm-hmm. then suddenly dies in a house fire with his whole family, but he didn't really, but that way yeah. he just didn't have to fight against just- get out of it. People, yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, and it, yeah, it isn't int- cause they've given us like a 10 year span that it could be, Yeah, we so. know it's, it's 1770 something and we know we're in 1769 Yeah, right That's now. Awesome. So we know we it's January 21st something. Yeah. So, so it could be like, eventually they like work the land and like the Scots there are like, no, we want to rebel against because we're Scottish and like, fuck the Brits. Like, see, you're doing it again. And he's like, well, I don't want to go against you, but I have to because I signed this land. And so we're going to pretend to die. And then go yeah, because now I'm in a, a tricksy situation. Yeah. That's my Interesting. guess. Interesting this whole fire thing. I think this fire thing is not an actual death thing. I think it's a way to get Brienne in the past and then it's going to come back and it's going to be like they actually want that to happen because you can't change the past they already tried that <laughs> yeah they tried it and didn't quite know the, i think the fire still is going to happen because you can't change the past mm. interesting yeah. interesting okay those are, all right those are my predictions those are the predictions we'll see we'll see what happens um you know and somehow james is going to piss me off and i'm not happy about it so don't you're, piss you're me like off. You're, going you're like to. I, you're like i know it's coming i, I know just, it is it's, we'll just see what happens you yeah. can't go through a whole season without me having to put you in a corner somewhere <laughs> to think about your actions. He hasn't been put in the corner yet. No. <laughs> Going around pissing off Claire, having two wives. I love how you're like waiting for it to happen and you're like, I don't trust it. It hasn't happened yet. This is going <laughs> <Yeah>. too well. <laughs> Have they mellowed in their older age? Are they? Are, no. No, we'll see. They settled. He just no. fought a bear man. <laughs> he just fought a bear man. Only Jamie. Good Lord. Yeah. Of course. Of okay. freaking course. Anywho, well, thank you so much for listening, friends. Hope you're doing well. You. When this Stay comes safe. out, it's Make January at some point. Yeah. Who Don't knows? Don't kill bears. Right. Um, also, you know. in case anyone wanted a final bear thought, just to round out this okay. whole episode. Mm. Male polar bears do not hibernate. Only pregnant female polar bears. If not now- pregnant or male polar bears do not hibernate. Interesting. Now you know. If you didn't know, now you know. Yeah. Even if you didn't want to, you now know that. So yeah, you're welcome. I have to know that information. <laughs> so you do too. There. All right. Um, as always, we appreciate you all so, so, so much. Um, you can find us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at She's an Outlander. No dots. You can also send us an email. Sure. Uh, she's an Outlander at those. gmail.com. Um, that one does have a dot. That yeah, it kind of has to with those email things. They're tricksy like that. But we appreciate all of your support. They ruined our consistency there, right? I know. We we appreciate your support so so yeah, much do. as we make our way through season four. And you know, we've been getting through this Droughtlander together. Season six is is almost here. Not for you, Brittany. But don't worry. Nope. You got lots to get through still. We cool. We cool. Um, But yeah, so stay safe, everyone. We'll see you with uh, the next episode. Bye.